Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, January 4th, 2021. Today we are bringing the last bad movie review, intentional bad movie review of this podcast history. And that is a movie by the name of The Velocipaster. Yes. Very low budget. Yes. Very cheesy Mm -hmm. for a purpose. Available on Amazon Prime. Starring nobody you know. True. Very the true. Budget of five thousand dollars. It couldn't have been much. Um, again, last uh, bad movie review of the month. Intentional bad movie review. Of course, we'll probably review bad movies on accident. <laughs> um, it actually has a buzz budget, and I'm not shitting you. Thirty five thousand dollars. Which, I'm just saying, hundred percent made their money back. Well, that's probably all to the actors. Maybe. I mean, they didn't have much else to pay. There was no visual effects. Yeah. Um, editing, probably the editing crew. I'm. I don't. I'm just saying. It's streaming on Amazon. Yeah. It's got 161 user reviews. Yep. On Rotten Tomatoes, which means plenty of people have seen it and they made money on this movie. Oh, for sure. This is a financial success. Um, it, it's a fun one. It's not the traditional bad movie review. It's not Artemis Fowl. It's not Fantastic Four. It's not Drop Dead Fred. Mm-mm. Had to throw that one in there. Mm. Hate it. Let's get into the show. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. <laughs> that is the synopsis for The Velocipaster, a 2018 film uh, directed by Brendan Steer. Mm-hmm. Stars Greg Cohen, maybe one of the Cohen brothers. <laughs> okay. Um, he's been in two other films. A little water, and where there's smoke, where there's smoke looks like it was award winner. Twenty seventeen, 
I can't see the poster. Oh, Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, so there's that. Good for him. Um, Look, we said this film had a budget of $35,000. Yeah. And that is very apparent watching it. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> it was... It was very, very, very cheaply made. But if you can take $35,000 and make a 5.1 out of 10 star movie on IMDb. 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like 70 audience score. You're doing something right. Definitely the uh, the cheapest the cheapest movie we've reviewed, for sure. I, it's not even close. You could literally make 150 of these and not even get close to some of our other movies' budgets. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just a stupid movie. Hour fifteen runtime isn't too long. It's you know, it's very short. Easy watch. Um, Ty, did you ever watch Tour de Pharmacy? I didn't actually. Okay, this uh, is we just length. we just recorded like a few days ago. That's true. I forget the days are blending together when you have a, a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about it though, Jay. Yeah. So the plot, as you mentioned, your synopsis turns into a. Velociraptor, and he's a pastor, hence the Velocipastor. Correct. Saves a hooker. Hooker convinces him to kill bad guys. And then he goes on a little bit, I don't want to say a rampage, but uh, kills his first bad guy during a uh, confession. Confession, who happens to be, spoilers obviously, happens to be the hooker's, what's her name, Claire? Pimp. No. It's the hooker's pimp. No, his uh, name was uh, like Robbie Mermaid or whatever. No, I was... know exactly what it is. I'll, I'll get to it. The hooker's name was Carol. <laughs> Carol. Uh, Claire Carol, close enough. Uh, kills him, and then they kind of uh, – there's the shit with the father, and they do like an exorcism or whatever. And then um, something about – I remember cocaine. Yeah, so they were um, – so he gets his powers by – it's like a, a dinosaur, dragon tooth. Like a, yeah. Um, that he finds while in China, yeah. and then the ninjas <laughs> follow him back to America to try and get it back and get rid of him because he's the last one with those powers. Um, they are also in charge of making cocaine to get people addicted to then take away the cocaine and make them become Christians. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's incredible. Um, yeah. Truly, truly incredible. And then he kills the ninjas at the end. And oh, his brother, his brother, also works the with the ninjas. Yeah. Um, goes to China because the pastor tells him he needs to go somewhere. Yeah. Where God will not follow him. Correct. And then goes to China. <laughs> it's <laughs> so well, I have I have notes for this. Um, okay. He says, "Go to God where God will not follow you." You get a title card that says China on the screen. And then, like, ten seconds later, you get the actor who proclaims, China. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, I, I'll get, I don't, I have so many notes. It's just so fantastic. When he gets to China, a lady is falling down the hill, and then she lands with an arrow through her chest, and he says, are you hurt? <laughs> and she's fucking bleeding out. It's so good. <laughs> The pimp's name is Frankie Mermaid. And he said, why am I called Frankie Mermaid? And she said, because you're swimming in bitches. <laughs> I, I just, I, it's so fucking good. It, like I said last week, and it definitely lived up, this seems like something that we would make if we had a $35,000 budget. And and to make sure they know, they are not doing any special effects. The opening scene is his parents dying, where he walks out of the church and says, hi, mom and dad. And they wave and say hi, and you see a car. And then you cut to his face in horror, and you hear the sound of an explosion. And then it cuts back, and the car's gone, and it just says car explosion VFX on the screen. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just fantastic. <laughs> That's in the first two minutes, and you know what you signed up for. And I'll be honest. If you get through that part, you'll enjoy this movie. If you see that and say, this is stupid, and turn it off, you're probably making the right decision. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking great, man. Um like I said, something if we had a budget, I could definitely see us making this. Absolutely. Um, but to be fair, we are comparing it on a scale, grading it on a scale compared to some great movies, some Infinity War, some 1917, some Parasite. We actually never did one for Parasite. Um, some award-winning movies. And so 
it's judged on a curve. So while we'll get to it, plot slash story, I gave it an eight. Oh, I gave it a four. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. He just travels to China and then he's back, and then there's the cocaine. I I don't understand what's going on the entire time, and that's fine. Yeah. And then just the brother subplot, which is hilarious because you get flashbacks earlier in the movie of him with his family. And then the brother shows up and he's like, yes, my brother. And then it's just those shots, but his brother being left out. <laughs> like his dad being like, oh, you're my favorite only son or some shit. And yeah. then there's the shot of the other son. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. I just, I don't know what the fuck's going on the entire time, but I give it a four. I gave it an eight because that's like a four out of 10 on a one to 10 scale, 40%. That's still an F. Um, no, I gave it an eight because, like, yeah, a lot of the shit didn't make sense, and there was like a lot of shit that just happened to happen, and there wasn't like this intricate story arc that went throughout the movie and everything, and like there wasn't like this big climax. And I liked at the end when she was at the hospital and he was like wondering if she was fine, and he just put on the screen, she's fine. <laughs> That's fucking great. The doctor comes out and he's like, she's gonna make a full recovery, and he's like, oh really? He's like. Yeah, she's actually ready right now. <laughs> and then they go back, and it's supposed to be like either at the ER or something. And it's very much just like the only doctor's office they could find. Yeah. She's in like a normal routine checkup chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I don't know. It wasn't trying to be anything deeper. It wasn't it, – it didn't It didn't take away the plot or the story. It didn't take away from what this movie was trying to do. So for that reason, I gave it an 8. Again, not a good score. But I feel like when I get through that 1 through 5 phase, it's like – you know, the, the writing is unintentionally very bad and it's taking away from the viewing experience. And this wasn't intricate at all. It wasn't good writing, but it wasn't, I don't know. It, I, it was, it was what it was. That, I mean, that's it was fine. a stupid story that they came up with when they were high, probably. Very much so. <laughs> um, I love when he has sex with a hooker and then they wake up the next morning and ninjas just jump through the window. <laughs> yeah. And then she just beats the fuck out of the ninjas. And then it's just like, wonder where these ninjas came from. <laughs> I believe that's the actual quote. Oh, man. Yeah, where did all these ninjas come from? That's It's just <laughs> fantastic. But a four, I, it could be worse. Yeah. In its defense, I believe Artemis Fowl got worse than a four. I think that was Artemis Fowl anger out of you. Oh, no, never mind. I'm, I'm thinking of the next category. Sorry. Oh, visuals and cinematography. Mm-hmm. What'd you give this? A four. I gave it a two. Oh, gosh, even worse. Um, It's the worst movie you will ever watch <laughs> on a streaming platform. It is the in worst looking of, movie. Yeah, in terms of quality. Um, I, I should have known and they, maybe they got me. Uh-huh. There was smudges on the camera and I got up and tried to wipe something <laughs> off my TV. I didn't, I didn't even realize that. There were small little black things the on the time? camera, just in certain shots, but oh, okay. certain areas. So it was like, it was on that part of the camera, yeah. which is on that part of the TV. But then like the background and shot changes, the smudge is still on the camera. Yeah. So I, I assumed it was on my TV. I didn't even notice it happens that. happens multiple times throughout. Um... <laughs> The uh, the titular Velociraptor. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so fake. Looks like the blow-up dinosaur things that people will run around in. Yeah. I love the scene at the end where he rips his head off and it's obviously the <laughs> yes. mannequin head. It reminded me of Casa de Me Padre, yeah. <laughs> which is the stuffed tiger attacking him. Yeah, exactly. It's awful. It's very, very intentionally. We don't have money. We're making a bad movie. We're treating it very seriously, but for comedy. Yeah. And it works great. It does. Um, which we'll get to. <laughs> With that being said, it got a two. It's the worst looking movie you'll ever see. I give it one point higher because there was I liked the music. Okay. But even the music, like the opening music happens and then like it goes on for like ten seconds way too long after it's done yeah. with the opening credits and stuff. Yeah. It's it's just very, 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 very bad looking movie. I gave it a four just because it's what they were know. going for. I, I don't know. I mean, four is obviously not a good score. The difference between a two and a four is not that big, whereas the difference between like a 16 and 18 is huge. Um, I think I just gave it a little bit more leeway because it was very much intentional and it wasn't. I mean, it looks terrible. Obviously, four is the fourth lowest score you can get. It's How true. about that for a sabermetric? Um, Actually, fifth. I could give it a zero. Do we do zeros? I've never given one before. Okay. Uh, no, I think I said for making a movie, you get one point. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. I, again, four is not good, but it was so intentionally bad that it was kind of, I mean, it helps in other categories, but it, it just gave me some, it gave it some leeway in my eyes. 
So I originally had it at like an eight when I first did the scale earlier today. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can't fucking do that. It was like when he goes back from being the Velociraptor, it like intentionally like shows the film and then it like cuts back and forth between him being the Velociraptor and him just being the guy <laughs> with the arrow in his leg. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I was looking at it and I know it was intentional, but I just thought to myself, if I give this a six or something, what would a movie have to do to get a worse score? <laughs> Because there's nothing a movie could do to get a worse visual score than what this movie did. Yeah. Truly. I, I think I kind of weigh like unintention- things unintentionally looking bad as being even worse than a four. Um, but that's just like my little take on it. Like, And that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, I wanted to get your opinion. <laughs> fucking, it, it, was, it was good. Key elements die. Um, I gave it an 18. I also gave it an 18. It it's very much knows what it's trying to be and <laughs> yeah. does it very, very, very well. Yeah. Um, me personally, I think it could have been a little bit funnier. I knew you would find it way funnier than me. And I think this is a movie that would probably be even like funnier the second watch. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. It um, would be. But just the dry humor. Like <laughs> the one scene, like one part that made me laugh so hard. It was something small. You might not even remember. It was like the first time. Uh, he's in her bedroom and he thinks that they had sex or whatever. Like they're kind of alluding to it. Mm-hmm. And she says something like you turned into a dinosaur. And then it like <laughs> zooms into his face and he's like focused. Yes. And then it zooms out a little bit and then he talks. <laughs> yes. Like just shit like that. It was like almost like office style uh, zoom ins, but like in a movie. And it just, just shit like that was so funny. And just the stupid things with the, the on the screen and, I, I loved it. And then, you know, Velocipastor, so he's very religious. Yeah. And he was like, she was like, you turn it into dinosaurs. He's like, that's not true. Dinosaurs never existed. Yeah. And even if they did, <laughs> he just, like, freaks out. Um, I don't even remember what part this was, but someone says, he'll kill you, and the guy responds with, that makes two of us. Yes, it's when um, the guy, it's when he first saves Claire. Claire? Claire, Carol, Carol, Carol. Uh, when he first <laughs> saves Carol from that one thug, it was the thug said that to Carol because she said, "You'll he'll kill you," and that's when he said that. He's <laughs> like, "That makes two of us." I don't. I I just. Um, he asked what Carol. She was a hooker, but then she said she's pre med law, and there's not very many hooker doctor <laughs> lawyer jobs out there. Yeah. Um, I, it's just the random high five after they decide to fight crime. Yeah. <laughs> the random workout montage for no apparent fucking reason (laughs) Um, it it was just a bunch of people getting together and having a fucking great time filming a stupid movie in like probably a week yeah Um, no 100 percent. and it 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 showed up in that and it's something that you and i can enjoy because it's something that you and i would definitely see ourselves making yes like that's exactly what i was thinking the entire i honestly it gave me the itch (laughs) <laughs> I want to make something. Me too, a little bit. Actually, I was talking to Emily about that because Emily said she wants to act in a short film. Fuck I said, yes. Me and Ty have been talking about loosely about making a short film. I very much want to do that. So that'd be great. That, that <sighs> fucking funny. What's Adeline? Do you remember Adeline from this movie? <laughs> no. I I apparently Is that a character. I don't know. I literally just wrote down Adeline. <laughs> Just a name, and I apparently thought I would remember what I'm talking about, and I don't. Um, Kathleen Steer as Adeline. Oh my god, the fucking old priest's wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're at war, and she just walks towards him and just gets blown up inches from him. She covers <laughs> the old guy in blood. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I. It's so good, man. So it's so bad that it's so good. I knew you would love this shit so much. Um, I gave it an 18 because, yeah, some of the middle parts, they weren't as funny. And you could definitely tell this was a short idea that they tried stretching out. Yeah. And the the first 30 minutes are very funny, and then it kind of – it kind of they run out of jokes. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's fucking great. <laughs> I just – I'm trying to look to see – is Riley singing to Maurice? Um, I was trying to see if I could see how much money he made on anything, but it's not see. I can't see it. They Forbes interviewed him. Um, the Velociraptor. So the the director said way back in 2010, I was trying to type Velociraptor into my phone and it autocorrected to Velocipastor. 
the film writer told me. I was in film school at the time at the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan. I was like, that sounds like a movie to me. So for class project, I made a short film of a fake grindhouse trailers. And this is one of them. I was a sophomore in film school. All my videos on YouTube had some like 45 views, but this one blew up for me. I think I got like 45,000 views. So I thought it could be a movie even way back then. That's great. It's so fun. It's very short. It's very ridiculous. We ended up eventually funding it through a private investor that my friend's mom happened to know. I just sent something over, and she responded four days later and fully funded us. Made the whole thing for $35,000. Where do you think that money went to? Seriously, the actors? So the camera, the editing, um, whatever they needed to edit it. Yeah. The props to buy. I mean, they still had very cheap tents and whatnot. Yeah. They probably needed to rent out areas or something yeah. for the church and whatnot. Um, but that's true. It's truly impressive. <laughs> I will say that. Um, eighteen out of twenty key elements. Characters. This is the one I struggled the most in. Okay. I, I don't even know what to give it. I wrote down nine, but I'm very malleable either direction. I gave it a fourteen. Oh wow. <laughs> I think they were above average characters. I liked the priest. Okay. I liked the main character. The hooker was funny to me. Yeah. Um Frankie Mermaid is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Just his character, that's great. I I thought the characters and the ridiculous side characters and the villain and everything was fine. For what it was trying to be, the characters did a great fucking job. Yeah. They were good. I just that's when I say like grading this thing on a curve like I compare other movies I might give a 14 to, and it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, these are, you know, aspiring actors, and I wouldn't say the acting was phenomenal. I mean, obviously, it was intentionally bad, but, I mean, there wasn't any depth there. Obviously, they weren't going for that, Um, and I mean, nine's not a bad score. That's four and a half out of ten on a ten scale, but I don't know. It was just, like I said, I didn't really know what to give it. I feel like I could have given this a two or a 20. I feel like the Carol girl was the best actor. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the fight scenes, they all looked like shit. Everyone looked like shit in the fight scenes. I'm ignoring those. In terms of just acting, she did a pretty decent job. Like when yeah. she was in the park and talking to him, she did good. The main character did decent acting. Yeah. Um, they were supposed to be over the top, and they made it over yeah. the top and ridiculous. Um, just the characters itself, I, I just think all the characters were funny. Yeah. That's what they were supposed to be, and they're all funny. I feel like it was more funny... Because of the way the film was made, you know, but that, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I agree. I'm just going to leave it at a nine. I said I was malleable either way, but I'm going to leave it at a nine. Um, <laughs> enjoyment, tie. So this is a very shitty movie. Yeah. Um, So it would have to do a lot to get a good score, and I give it a 14. <sighs> Me too. I had a fucking blast watching this. It's short. Yeah. Which makes it very easy to get through. Yep. It's it gave me laughs. Yep. I didn't care what was going on. It was a garbage put on and laugh at it and have a good time movie. Yeah. That I absolutely could see myself throwing on again in the background and just looking up and laughing at any random scene. Yeah, for sure. I mean I originally had it a little lower, but then as we were talking about everything I, I bumped it a little higher just because talking about it made it even funnier. Um 14 on my enjoyment scale is the first tier of would not go out of my way to watch again, but would watch again and recommend to someone who has not watched it. Uh, it has to be a special type of person to recommend this movie to. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know if Riley would like it. I My dad is more of like the dumb slapstick comedy. He wouldn't think this is funny. Um, my dad, I think, would have a blast. Yeah, I think your dad would find it hilarious. Just things, yeah, people who appreciate like the dry humor. Maybe Riley would like it because she liked uh, the art of self-defense, so... This is different than even yeah. dry humor, though. This is just a whole nother level. <laughs> it's just the most cheesy comedy, low budget, have fun with it movie you can imagine. Maybe someone like Conrad, I feel like, would enjoy this type of movie and how ridiculous it is. I can uh, see that. Brandon, I know he doesn't listen, so I'll talk smack about him. Damn. I think all the badness would fly over his head and he'd be confused about why the movie is so bad. I'm give this movie an eight. Yeah. The worst movie I've ever seen. Um, I think Miko would laugh at points. I'm just going through my friends list at this point. <laughs> um, Daniel, sports better. I don't know enough about him to know if he would like this. Maybe he thinks he'd be too smart for this movie. I mean, he thought Devil All the Time was one of his best movies ever. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just takes a certain type of person to appreciate how dumb and stupid this movie was. 
And for those people, I would recommend it. Absolutely. It's just, it's a blast. Like you said, if you turn this movie on and you're seven to ten minutes in and you're like, what is this shit I'm watching? Just turn it off. Yeah, you're no, not you're gonna not, like the it's rest not going to get better. Um, but if you watch the first seven to ten minutes and you're laughing at the car explosion VFX and the China part and all that stuff, um, then you're you're in for a good ride. I also enjoyed the the subtitles because they kept just saying like random Eastern, like they it was very racist subtitles. Yeah, they're like generic Eastern music or yeah. something. Was yeah. on it. I was just cracking up. <laughs> And the guy who's, you know, the Asian dude who's speaking Chinese talking to the white guy who's speaking English. Yeah. And, like, they have the subtitles for Chinese and the white guy just talks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's just, it's absurd, and I, it's very, very fun. Oh, um, stupid fun. It brings Maybe my, not a bad movie. It brings my final score up to a 52 out of 100. Hold on, let me make sure I did this math right. 12, 40. Yeah, I gave it a 53. <laughs> 53 out of 100 for final score of 52.5, Jason. Damn, we're close again. <sighs> Making it. Oh, that's the wrong direction. Is that better than Wonder Woman? <laughs> the Velocipasters, 37th out of 44 movies. Um, 52. So it gets a better score than Super Intelligence. Yeah. A better score than Mulan. Fuck yeah. Better score than Drop Dead Fred, Artemis Fowl, Norman the North, reviews. Fantastic Four, Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, Freebirds got a better score. On the Rocks got a better score. However, that's because of you. I gave this a better score than On the Rocks and Freebirds. Yeah, I just gave On the Rocks and Freebirds higher scores, like fifty-five and fifty-six respectively. Yeah. So I thought this was a better movie than On the Rocks and Freebirds, and I stand by that. I think it's more entertaining and en- more enjoying, and I'm sure my enjoyment scale uh, represents that. But at the end of the day. On the rocks, it's a you know, it's a well-made film visually. Bill Murray was really good in it. Um, it was boring, fuck yeah, but Bill Murray carried that score. Uh, Free Birds, I don't. I it was just like stupid but funny, like just a stupid dumb kids movie. I mean, you only gave this one more score higher than Free Birds. Yeah, no, I mean it's right there. Um, Hubie Halloween, Jason. I stand by that. Seventy-one. <laughs> I. Hubie Halloween, final score of 57. This got a 52. Um, I gave this nine points higher than Hubie Halloween. That's ridiculous. You gave it like 20 lower. <laughs> um, that's still our biggest difference. Wonder Woman, though, only checks in at nine points higher. And rightfully so. And I, I think I've even soured on it since then. Yes. I, since, I was about to say that. Since we did those reviews, I, I feel like I like Soul more than I did four days ago, three days ago. And I hate Wonder Woman more. Than I did three days ago, four days ago. Yeah, so we watched. I watched Soul, and then we did the review. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again with Victoria because she fell asleep. Okay. And I, I like it even more than I did. Yeah. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah. Wonder Woman's a bad fucking movie. You didn't watch Wonder Woman again? No, I have no interest in watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've soured on it more. I don't know, man. Lost Pastor. That's a good fucking movie, though. So, now that 2020 is... Coming to an end, Ty, we've reviewed 43 movies. 44. Two are tied at 43. 44 movies. Four of those were in our March Movie Madness. Yep. Top four. Still, we have not had a different movie beat our March Movie Madness finalists since. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, but when we do this March Movie Madness, I know we talked about maybe doing a movie scale at the finals or whatever. For I, we got to figure that out. I but. think I think our list could jump up substantially after this March. Yeah depending on how far we want to go with it. Um, we got to do a law-abiding citizen movie review. Yeah. I So I found an app, and it just basically lets you put in, like, movies you've seen or movies you want to watch, and you can do, like, a five-star rating on them. or what, Like, you can rate them mm-hmm. and leave reviews. And I was blown away with how many movies, like, I know we've talked about, but aren't on our scale. So I didn't have a rating. What do you mean? Like, how many movies I know for a fact we've talked about in the past. Yeah. And, like, reviewed, but... They aren't on here because it was oh. beforehand. Yeah, a lot of the Marvel movies and whatnot. Yeah. Definitely. I just wish we had our scale longer, Jay. Maybe it'd be good to go back and fix those. I mean, well, we already went back and fixed all these scores because we used to not have the scores for a lot of these movies. And then Riley. Hard uh, work. Did the gracious honor of literally going back and listening to like 20 episodes. Yep. To uh, figure that out. Um, 
so yeah, 53.5, 52.5, respectable score, respectable movie. I, I feel like this is our line, which it's fitting that it's almost at 50. It's a really shitty movie if it's a new movie and it comes out and it falls below the Velocipaster line. Yeah, yeah. Like the Mendoza line for baseball where it's 200. Yeah. Ours is the Velocipaster line. I feel like Velocipaster is like 240. Mendoza line's like Mulan. 200 is really, really bad. <laughs> well, it is. Don't get me wrong. It is. I just, I don't, if we do Mulan, we haven't had a, very, a natural movie worse than it. Yeah. The Velocipasters, we have, most movies are above it. Super Intelligence and Mulan are not, though. Those were not bad movie reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Super Intelligence. Damn, you gave the prom a 57. I didn't realize how low you gave that. What'd you give it? A 70. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as you did. That's fair. Same thing with Stuber. All right, Velocipaster. We didn't mention this at the intro or at all this episode, but we were doing a top five dinosaur draft. It'll be in the title. Is the Velocipaster going to be one of your five picks? Um, Maybe it's a miss. It's not. It's not on my list. Fuck me. I deleted the document. Let me go back and find it. <laughs> top five dinosaurs. You said I could go first. I appreciate that. Graciously. Our last draft of 2020, even though this is releasing in 2021. Tie my first overall pick. Barney. Oh, there's a choice. Uh, Barney is an icon. Barney. Remember that song we sing in like third grade about Barney killing kids or whatever the vicious song we used to sing was? Yeah. Um, I don't remember the lyrics to it. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Uh, big purple dinosaur. He's been in a lot of people's homes, a lot of people's lives since 1992 to 2010. Um, I don't know. Is Barney canceled? Is there, like, a Barney controversy? I hope not because I'm taking him as my one-on-one. I, yeah, that would be a shame. Um, Has Barney been caught inappropriately in dressing rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Is the Telegraph a real w- news website? I'm going to guess no. Well, I'm going to read you this headline. I can't read the article because they make me pay for it, which makes me think the Telegraph is real. Former Barney the Dinosaur actor now works as a controversial... Fuck. I can't even read the headline before the thing pops up. Works as a controversial tantric sex guru. Okay. (laughs) Wow. You went with that. And you know what? You have to own that. People.com. Actor who played Barney the Dinosaur now works as a tantric sex therapist. In a surprising where they now update, actor David Jordan's career has transitioned from Barney Friends to owning and operating a tantric massage practice. What is tantric? You know, I don't know, Jay. Though he was the character of the lovable purple Tyrannosaurus Rex from 1991 to 2001, these days, Joyner works as a tantric massage specialist and spiritual healer, according to a recent interview with Vice. Joyner's massage practice has around 30 clients or goddesses, as the 54-year-old describes them, and charges them around $350 a session, which helps his goddesses release energy and balance their chakras. Got to keep those chakras balanced. He even admitted that both jobs share a specific similarity, how to handle the heat. Okay. Tantra is a meditative approach to sex and healing. Nice. All right, Barney. I'm all for... I'm all for uh, meditating and sexual health that kind of shit yeah okay um i'm gonna be honest i think that might be a miss what godzilla is he a dinosaur one of one i feel like he's not a dinosaur i feel like he's a priest like like he's in his own thing he's a monster not a dinosaur godzilla is one of one that's a big ass dinosaur he's a sea monster Wakened and empowered by nuclear radiation. I don't think... Wakened, which means he was existed back then. He's a dinosaur-like monster. Absolutely counts. I don't know. Mutated, unique species of dinosaur. So he's just a mutated dinosaur. I don't know if you need to see this, Jace. It's a comparison of how big Godzilla is versus a T-Rex. Wow. Yeah. I See, I thought about Godzilla, but I wasn't sure if you if we were considering him a dinosaur, so I didn't pick him. I am. 
Considering it was It's fucking huge. Who wins in a fight, Godzilla or Barney? I mean, it depends on if Barney's doing his <laughs> sex guru chakras on Godzilla. Um, who wins in a fight, Godzilla or King Kong? We'll find out this year. Next year on HBO Max. How do you think they finish that movie? Who wins? It's they, they come together to defeat a greater threat. Yeah. No chance they actually fuck each other up. Well, they're going to fight. There's well, gonna I mean, they're going to fight, and then Godzilla's going to yell out Martha, and then King Kong's going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a whole thing. Oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> Have you been sitting on that one? No, I haven't, actually. <laughs> um, all right. My second overall pick is a man by the name of Yoshi. Oh, okay. Uh, Yoshi, according to ThoughtCo.com, a bit like the anti-Godzilla, <laughs> the versatile, lovable Yoshi was introduced in the world in the ancient video game Super Mario World. In games and TV shows since, Mario's bright green sidekick has occasionally supported some distinctly dinosaur-like characteristics, but mostly he's just a resourceful, loyal, and scaly pet. Yoshi, he's great. I do love Yoshi. I just played Super Smash Bros. for the first time in like two years uh, earlier today. Okay. used Yoshi, and I lost. But I remember I liked Yoshi back then. used Captain Falcon, and I won. It's Falcon Punch. Every yeah. time. I beat Gavin, lost to Josh. So I beat an eight-year-old. <laughs> just got to start somewhere. <laughs> Yoshi, second overall pick. My second overall pick is... Uh... Not not the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, but okay. the bigger one from Jurassic World, the first one. Not the stupid one that follows a laser pointer like a cat. Okay. The Jurassic World dinosaur. Yeah, I, I feel like you got to know the name. Oh, fucking God damn it, Jason. Let me look it up. I don't know the name of it. Jurassic World. World dinosaur. Um, Tyran. That's not a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's the big one. Indominus. Indominus Rex. That's the one that's like a whole bunch of different things. He's 50 feet long, 40 feet tall. Wow. He's got like the claws. The Indominus Rex from Jurassic World. Okay, fair enough. Um, he's just big. That's it. He's just big. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say more. I was waiting for you to say more. <laughs> um, okay. Fair pick. My third overall pick is going to be the Toronto Raptors. Mm, okay. Uh, obviously, the Raptors are a dinosaur. Um, tell me, can any of your dinosaurs say that they're NBA champions? Mm-mm. Um, can any of your dinosaurs say that they perhaps have the best old school uniform in basketball? Can't. Can't do it. Can any of your dinosaurs even dribble a basketball? Maybe. I'm not going to rule that one out. <laughs> uh, the Toronto Raptors, one of the most surprising NBA title teams uh, in recent memory. Uh, our, our basketball brothers up north. I love sports. <sighs> Got to go with the Raptors. So you kind of fucked me here, Jay. Why? You were going to go with that? Not exactly. I was going to go with uh, Kawhi Leonard. Can I just take Kawhi Leonard? How is he a dinosaur? He's a raptor. He's not a raptor. He's a clipper. He's the most famous known raptor because no, he won them a title. No, I'm not allowing that. No, no way. That's ridiculous. That's also, bullshit. Also, my tease is going to lose because the Nuggets are going to lose to the Kings. And I hate my life. I'm, I'm. That's bullshit. You know it. No way Kawhi Leonard counts as a dinosaur, Tyler. He's not even a raptor anymore. Rex from Toy Story. You fucking dick. That was going to be my next pick. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you get. Should have gave me Kawhi Leonard, fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking. He's funny. He's likable. He's a toy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's any more to say about it. <laughs> I think he's the most famous toy dinosaur. Take your time. Um, toy dinosaur. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't. Every other toy dinosaur is just probably a God, uh, Jurassic Park toy, not a Godzilla toy because he's not a dinosaur. Or just a normal-ass dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so that was your third pick. So I'm going into my fourth pick, and you really screwed me over here. I'm going to go with an actual dinosaur. Okay. And that's the pterodactyl. I... What? You're really fucking me over here, Jay. <laughs> 
Um, if you're going to pick any dinosaur, obviously everyone wants to talk about the Tyrannosaurus Rex, whatever. The Pterodactyl, it's got the silent P. It, to the best of my knowledge, is the only one that flies. It's a bird, yeah. Or one, the most famous one that flies. Yeah. Um, and they're just vicious, man. I mean, if what dinosaur, if you you could come back and get any dinosaur to be like your servant, which one would you pick? It's going to be my next pick. I would pick a pterodactyl because he could fly me around. Okay. And then swoop up on people and bite well, their fucking heads off. It's going to be my next pick if you don't allow me to make this pick. Okay. Very, very, very specifically, not all pterodactyls, but the one from Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> what? Have you seen Scooby-Doo 2? <laughs> Opening scene is like a pterodactyl come back to life. I haven't seen Scooby-Doo 2. The live action Scooby-Doo. Okay. You haven't seen it? No, I've seen the first one. Ah, Jay. I'm sorry. I've just the he's a pterodactyl ghost is his name. That guy was the disguise of Jonathan Jacobo. That guy. So he's not even a real dinosaur. Oh fucking Christ! I'm man. just kidding. You can have it. Barney's no, I don't want a, it. I don't Barney's want it. not a real dinosaur. I was kidding. I want it. Um, no, take him. Do you want the pterodactyl ghost or not? Yeah, I do. Okay, take the fucking pterodactyl ghost. I've never even heard of him. That's how alpha, that's how much of a beta he is. Even though I almost called him an alpha. Because he is an alpha. Pterodactyl from Scooby-Doo. That thing scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> really? I don't even know when Scooby-Doo 2 came out. Should I one-up you and go with Mechagodzilla? <laughs> That's pretty fucking awesome. I can't say no to it. Is, wait. 2004, that feels right. I was six. Is Mechagodzilla different than real Godzilla? I think it's just robot Godzilla. It Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. He's an extraterrestrial villain that confronts Godzilla. Where do these come from? Is there like a Godzilla comic book? It was Japanese films, I think. I mean, he looks like a bitch. I'm sure there is comic books. They make comic books for everything. I'll just be honest. The movie version of him looks like a bitch. Well, well, the idea of Mecha Godzilla is a lot cooler than the the execution of Mecha Godzilla. Who is able to kill Godzilla? Nobody. Can't be done, Jay. What can kill Godzilla? Godzilla has the ability to regenerate, as revealed in Godzilla 2000. His genetic structure is very remarkable, consisting of G cells. His cells can transform radiative, 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 radiative energy into fuel and even body structures. Matters just energy and vice versa. Bursa. Godzilla is impervious to conventional weaponry, therefore. However, futuristic weapons like several lasers and extra shit, you'll blah, blah, blah. Uh, so things that can kill him. An oxygen destroyer? Electric- it's just going to kill everyone else. <laughs> Electricity? Uh, <laughs> here are several exploitable weaknesses. Cadme- cadmium? Okay. Anti-nuclear energy bacteria? Yep. Got plenty of that laying around. G-crusher? Sure. Sounds like a like a pre-workout. Meltdown. I'm going to drink a little G-crusher and then get a fucking sweat on. He was killed by the oxygen destroyer. But King Ghidorah has <laughs> almost choked him to death before. What? Ghidorah? I don't know. It's just this is the most absurd shit ever. King, King Ghidorah almost suffocated him to death. That's the guy who has three heads and flies. Oh, shit. Did that happen in that movie with Millie Bobbin Brown? I don't know. There was a Godzilla movie. I Hand up, never seen a Godzilla movie. But I know there was one recently that came out, and I think there was a three-headed I monster. I saw the it. first one to that, like the 2015 one. Maybe it's that one. No, there wasn't a three-headed monster in that one, I don't think. There's a three-headed monster in one of them. I think the newer one, yeah. King of the Monsters. Millie Bobby Brown I don't think was in the No, first yeah, it was Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, that was the most recent one, not the first one. Well, yeah, that's what I said. I, could I said with, in the recent one. I could go with the good dino. Bad movie, good too. dino. Um, excuse me. I could go with... I'm just going to go with um, the ones with the long necks. It's a bronchiosaurus. Brontosaurus, you mean? I think it's bronchiosaurus. Isn't it? Brachiosaurus. Yeah. 
Uh, they're friendly. They're nice. They wouldn't attack us if they came back. I think vegetarians eat leaves. Uh, yeah, they're they're the giraffes of uh, dinosaur times. It's a great and everyone comparison. loves giraffes. I do love giraffes. Have you seen giraffes fight? No. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, you need to watch that. I feel like they would like wrap their necks around each other. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> oh, really? It's fucking hilarious. They just whip their heads back and just fucking swing at each other and just slam necks. It's the greatest thing ever. I want you to watch on pod. Okay. Give me your fifth and final pick. It's fucking great. And now I'm just imagining these giant dinosaurs fighting the same way, but just like 50 foot long necks swinging around each other. <laughs> That'd be great. I had to mute the video because I don't want. Uh, no, you don't need sound. You can see. You can get everything that's going on just visually. Music without the ads. No, thanks. All right. We have two big ass giraffes. These are big giraffes. Alphas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they look like the. Oh. Bro, they just swing. <gasps> they just swing their necks into each other. Dude, he rocked his shit. <laughs> I don't know how they don't get giraffe concussions. He fu- Is there bones in a giraffe's neck? It's got to be. Dude, that's vicious. Would you rather get kicked by a horse or head whipped by a giraffe? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> or like kicked by like a rhino. None. None of the above. I think all of which I'm dying. <laughs> What's your fifth and final pick, Ty? My fifth and final pick, Jason, is uh, it's much like the Bronchiosaurus, um, but but for uh, any, any of our listeners who have played Ark, um, I don't know if this is a real dinosaur. Okay. It's called a Titanosaur. I would assume not. Titanosaur? What Titanosaurus. Was- uh no, it was real. Um, they're just the biggest fucking dinosaurs. They're titans. They're just fucking huge. They look like the bronchiosaurs, but they just got—they're just taller and bigger and longer necks. Yeah, those things are huge. It's just fucking huge, and so no, I would not want a pterodactyl to go around town, Jason. I just want to hop on the back of my titanosaurus. I just got a house built on his back. Just mob around town. <laughs> What did you, what was even the point of Ark? I could never get into it because there was like so much shit you had to just survive. It's like Minecraft, but realistic. Yeah. Did you build houses? Yeah, you could build houses. Were there other people online that you could yes. raid? Yes. Oh, okay. And How big is the world? There's different map sizes. They're like different islands. Is it, wasn't there a thing like after a while, like a meteor would hit and the the server would reset? If you set that up for the server, yeah. I remember you guys would always play it. I never got into it because yeah. it was too complicated for me. You go and like tame dinosaurs, and then you can just ride dinosaurs in to fuck up other other towns. Did you guys ever raid people? Yeah. Did you ever get raided? Yeah. Fucking sucked. Like live while you were there. Yeah. And people just showed up on dinosaurs. And I, fucked I, I vividly shit up. remember someone coming with a pterodactyl, dropping fucking hell from above. <laughs> we're in this nice little area, and they flew on top and fucking nosedived on us. <laughs> we just got fucked up. You know what happens when you die? You just start over. Yeah, you just got to respawn. With nothing? Um, if they destroy all your shit and take everything, yeah. That must be frustrating. It is. It is frustrating. And then if you're, like, really advanced, because, like, you start off primitive, but then you learn things and, like, go throughout. Yeah. You get, like, rocket launchers. Just oh, blow shit. holes through the side of a fucking house. It goes up to, like, modern technology. Jeez. I, yeah, I never knew that. It's incredible. It's fun. But I learned about dinosaurs. Titanosaurus weighs 29,000 pounds, 30 to 39 feet. 29,000 pounds? That doesn't feel that much. Like that much. Dude, that's 15 tons almost. Okay, yeah, that's fair. 15 tons. How much do you think an elephant weighs? Without Googling it. 5,000 5, pounds? Elephant weight. Uh, 13,000. It depends on the type, but the African bush elephant is 13,000. And how much did the Titanosaurus weigh? 29. See, that doesn't feel like that much. Twice as much as a fucking elephant? Elephants are cool. Bronchiosaurus weight. Yeah, Bronchiosaurus got up to 49,000 pounds. I don't feel like that's accurate. I'm just going based on the Wikipedia. Titanosaurus weight, 29,000. You should have went with the Argentosa. That thing looks way big. That thing goes up to 220,000 pounds. Biggest dinosaur. I just want the biggest dinosaur. If it's no, not the Titanus. You already made. you already made your pick. Argent- that thing's huge. Argentine oh my god, two hundred and twenty thousand pounds. Yeah. 
Should have picked that one. But you didn't, so that sucks for you. Gigantosaurus? Gigantosaurus are badass. They're like T-Rexes, but with arms. That sounds scary. Yeah. All right. That was a rabbit hole. Everyone go go listen. Go watch The Velocipaster. Stupid, dumb, funny movie that you'll enjoy if you enjoy those kind of movies. Maybe to piggyback, it's The Velocipaster. We did a dinosaur draft. Now we draft religions. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Who's out there? One of one's Satanism. Uh, Mormonism, because he gave me my baby boy, Taysom Hill. (laughs) I'm just kidding about that. (laughs) You you don't worship Satan, Jason? No, I don't. So you're saying people who worship Satan are bad people? I worship you. (laughs) You got anything else, Jay? I do not. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.